Today on the show, we learn the importance of weaponizing your thinking. How's it going, everybody? I love that terminology, and and it really comes from our guest on the show today, Corey Huddleston. Uh, With his company, Lure Studios, he and his partner are, are... just doing major things in the world of digital marketing and you know I hate to just say brand strategy and stuff because people that conjures up you know oh they make some logos right and it's so much bigger than that but uh, we get into that and so much more in this episode it's a fantastic episode but you know we we talk about weaponizing your thinking like that I just I just love that, you know, to really treat it like an arsenal, right? Like load up on, on all the good stuff so you can go out and really accomplish your mission in life, right? Um, but that's another thing we, we get into a, a bunch in the show. It's, it's jam-packed. We have a little bit of a winding road, but he really gets into to the key things to, to building your brand. But this episode is fantastic, so let's jump in. How's it going, man? Going great, man. Thanks for having me on the show, dude. Corey, welcome. Got this guy in the in the car. It finally happened. <laughs> finally happened, man. Awesome, awesome. So glad you're here. Corey, tell everybody who the heck you are and your specialty in life right now today. Sure. Yep. Yeah, so Corey Huddleston, um, owner of Lure Studios, uh, and uh, we're a digital marketing agency here in Grapevine, Texas, and we focus primarily on strategy from the onset and it served us well. Um, we are working with some really interesting brands right now and uh, just loving life. And we've, we've kind of, I don't want to say stumbled upon, you know, kind of the secrets of, you know, business and, and branding and a lot of those things. And so we use those to primarily go after people who have the opportunity to influence at a mass scale. Um, Cause you know, you kind of look at the culture and where that's at and everything, you know, and it's kind of, yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Sit around and gripe about it, or are you gonna get in there and just dig in and start taking voices that we believe need to be raised, that mm-hmm. you know literally have the capacity to change the world, and get behind them and use our gifts to be able to do that? So that's what we're all about at Lure Studios. Man, that's there's a lot to dig into there. I, yeah. I, I want to dig into it, and, and certainly on on some of the how, you know, and who some of those those brands and those companies are. Um, but taking back just a little bit on, on what got you to this journey to even into the marketing world at all and yeah and all of that so i've always had kind of a knack for marketing since i was a kid i would like sit around and draw and i was drawing logos you know and i was oh, like nice. the kid that was always you know there were a few kids in my class whose parents were um business owners mm-hmm. and i remember thinking of those guys like their parents or whatever as rock stars you know in my mind oh, they cool. were equivalent of what most people would feel like if they ran into like Tom Cruise or something, you know, it was right. like, to me, that was like, oh, you know, this, you know, I was always That's just awesome. infatuated with that, you know, and uh, as I got older, you know, I didn't have a lot of direction, so kind of my life went down a lot of different paths, but um, later on, you know, I was always, when I, when I was about I was 22, I believe, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it kind of reignited everything. I was working at a warehouse in Fort Worth at the time, and, uh, you know, five at night till five in the morning, it, wow. it was just a hard, hard existence you know six yeah. to seven days a week and uh i read uh, i ran into a guy one night in a bar and he was like man you need to read rich dad poor dad because we talk about business and i was always trying to find successful people but not knowing where to find those guys sometimes interesting so yeah. you know so this, there was still that pull 
Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, and that's, you know, I'm such a huge proponent now of just surrounding yourself with people that are where you want to be and that are desiring to be where you want to be. And then also looking backwards to bring others where you've come from. Right. So, uh, it's just the nature of everything that, you know, I think we need to focus on as leaders, but, uh, Anyway, we got into uh, the uh, book Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I was—it it had to have been like the first book I read from cover to cover since Green Eggs and Ham or something as a kid. You know, I mean, I wasn't a big avid reader, but that yeah. book I flew through it and I reread it, and I became like fanboy like right out of the gate for Robert Kiyosaki, you know, and yeah. started going to every seminar I possibly could, and just fell in love with business. So eventually, that took me to working for a promotional products industry. Uh, for a buddy of mine, I had tried to launch a company and it failed miserably. And my wife was like, you got to get a job, dude, you know? So, <laughs> and I, you know, I think we've all probably been there at one point, you know? Oh, yeah. And, uh, I realized my biggest fallback at that time was sales. Um, okay. and because I didn't, I was just scared, you know, <laughs> frankly, you know? And then, so maybe, I went, to, go maybe ahead. Maybe like, like what you fell back on or, or like that, that you were, um, or your downfall. Like what was Oh, it was my downfall. downfall. Yeah, so gotcha, sales, gotcha. like starting companies is one thing. And there's all of these, you know, and I, it's interesting to see it now because of obviously I've been through a lot more experience as a business owner and all those types of things. But um, when you meet people who talk about business rather than doing it, and, you know, it's obviously yeah. a fear issue, you know, always. And same thing with sales. We've always been brought up with the idea that salesmen are sharks or they're out to get you or there's right. scumbags or whatever you know and then, and then even if it's not even with even when there's people that don't have that that yeah. feeling about them what often happens is oh it's those people though they have this special yes. skill they oh, have yeah, that yeah, yeah, gift yeah. to go and do it that's yeah. a bunch of crap it yeah. really is all about execution like strategies right yeah. it comes back down to where are you allotting your time you know right. and it, it uh and it like that's uh, whenever that happened, I went to go work 100% commission for my oh, wow. buddy because I knew I had to work on sales. So I threw myself into the ocean and oh, it sucked awesome. like for years. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I was doing everything I could to try to learn. And I was like, that's the only way I'm going to do it. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like learning a language, just like move to that country and just yeah. like, jump into it. I mean, yeah. that was it. Yeah. I was just jump in and having to unlearn, like the older you get, you know, it gets harder, right? Because yeah. you start you have already kind of set yourself into this mindset that, you know, a job is the place where you're going to get your paycheck and that your paycheck is all you need. And like somehow we're better off because we just have that security, but it's really not security at all. It's just an illusion. Right. And so when we start to weaponize the way we think, I like that. Yeah. I mean, and what our capabilities are and like a soldier or anyone is always in training. Right. Right. And because they know that they can't rely on the, like everybody else that's here is going to protect me. Like in the grand yeah. scheme of things, I may be in a trench somewhere where I have to whip out my knife and freaking stab a dude. To death. You know, I was like, <laughs> right. this is the way that it is, you know? Right. So hopefully that never happens, but you've got to be as prepared as possible for those things, you know? Right. And then you get to the elite forces and stuff like that. And these guys are becoming experts at their, tr- their chosen field. Right. Um, they're the best of the best, you know? So I want to be that guy, you know? Yeah. And it took me a long time to be- even believe that I could, right? But mindset right. is such a huge part of all so, of this. So how did you approach that? Did you get that kind of training and everything from your buddy at the, at the place? Or was it oh, no, no, no. Well, no, so that was like, you get thrown into it. And he started me out with like a meager $1,000 a month, you know? And that was what was the appealing part, unfortunately. <laughs> and I'm sad to admit that, right? But it's like yeah. $1,000 a month at that time was like, oh, you know, like... Oh, yeah. 
it, it saved my butt a little bit. And then, um, you know, and I still remember my first day of like trying to launch this other company, you know, and it was an awesome idea. And even though I look back to it, I'm like, yeah, this is such a cool thing, but you know, you can only go after so many things at one time. Right. Yeah. But I remember my first day of driving out to the office and I was on my way out to Dallas off of 635 and all I saw in my mind, I'm very visual was this sea of black and gray luxury cars and all these zombies driving them, you know, going to their place, you know, the place that they had to sell out to go work for, you know. And I know that that's not right, but at the time, that was what I saw. You know? Right, because that was the and that yeah. was the story you had for yourself. Because, oh, totally, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I totally, I can totally sympathize with that, with that yeah. feeling. And, and, and I think we've all been there in some mode, whether it's having to end the company, having to go for a full-time job, or yeah. just not on that path and that, especially when you, you've got that mark of where you want to be. It's one thing if you're just floating around like, man, I didn't really want that. You know, that's one thing. But when you've gone after something and you know what you want, yeah, that's a that's a tough thing. Well, and that's the the other side of all of this, right? So we could go in, I mean, actually this whole thing could be on mindset. But I mean, right. like just from that, because I've realized that that is the key, you know, all the yeah. way around. There's all this execution stuff you've got to be able to do but that's all learnable. Yep. If you're not in the mind space to even get there in the first place, it's done, man. You know, yeah, I mean, like, absolutely. You, it, 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 like, it's the same reason that somebody can win the lottery, right? And have millions and millions and maybe tens of millions or even hundreds of millions of dollars and be broke within, you know, five years. Right. Completely broke. It's because their mindset was a certain way, you know? And right. I've had to deal with this even as we're growing lure. We're, right now, we're growing double every month. Wow. You know? And it's wow. been a stretch right it's just you know and i'm trying to maintain like composure and all this stuff of like okay crap it actually gets more stressful <laughs> right and i hate to say that because it makes it sound weak but at the same time you know it's just that's an honest truth right well so, and that's it's interesting that you go there like yeah. it, and i know it's sort of just like a throwaway comment so but yeah but there's a part of you that feels like oh well, that's that's weak to feel like that success is stressful but it's yeah. but it's not you yeah. know, I mean, that's not a, that's well, everybody not a deals with it. Right. So, I mean, it's one of those things, but as a yeah. leader, you don't want to, sh- you tend not to want to show weakness and that may be just, you know, how I think again, a story, right? Well, yeah, and it is, but it's also, it's also equating stress with weakness where, whereas, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Dude. I mean, this, this yeah. stress that probably being, is a story. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because that's, Man, you're some you're supposed to be stressed. You know, yeah. What 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 do they say? You don't you know as you as you yeah. gain success, your problems don't go away. They just get bigger. Like they get different in their totally, change. Yeah. You know, and you become more. You, you trust your gut more. You yeah. learn to trust your gut more. And so the problems, while they get bigger and they get bigger, your your ability to rely on how your gut, you know, and and to do yeah. those things becomes actually the most important thing. And that's why I'm yeah. saying anybody who's ever been broke, broke. <laughs> would make the best entrepreneur if they could just switch the way they think about entirely everything, uh, right? What, right. Ma- what makes you say that? I've got my yeah. own reason. What, what makes you say totally. that? Totally. Okay. So, um, first of all, I tell everyone, like, when you want to be successful, the first thing that you have to do is come to a place in your life where everything that you know could be a freaking lie, you know? like, And you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with the idea that, you know everything your mom told you and everything that your family believed for generations and everything, all this could be a complete mirage. You know? Because, because obviously something's a lie because you're not where you're supposed to be. 
right? Well, yeah, I mean, you're the, you're, you're the common de denominator, right? right. <laughs> I mean, in all of these things. And yeah. there's people all around us becoming millionaires and billionaires and whatever else every single day, you yeah. know? So it's not that, and to your point earlier, you said that um, believing that it's just not for me. Dude, we've all got those feelings of inadequacy in any capacity, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've met some of the healthiest, what you think are the healthiest people in the world that still have that in some capacity because we're human and that's the experience we share. But, um, and that's why it's important to surround yourselves with guys like Jason, you know, and, and other people, you know, that are like gonna challenge you one, yep. you know, cause we, I, I was just literally having this conversation 30 minutes ago with my designer, you know, it was like, He's like, dude, I felt I was having this conversation, right? So, uh, he's like, dude, I've I've felt like that out of my element since I've been here, and he's been here probably a couple <laughs> months, and I'm like, that's because, dude, I love you, and I I, I see the greatness in you, and I'm gonna push you like you've never been pushed before because oh, I want awesome. it to come out. We want the best of you know our people to come out, and the, yeah. like, if you, and, and literally that's how I view my clients now too. By the way, I mean. So there was, when you're broke, you can't really serve anybody well. You know, that's the unfortunate side of that, you know, because right. you're more worried about, dude, how am I going to pay my house payment or how are you right. doing all this thing? So, so you're actually doing the world a disservice by remaining broke. You know? Oh, absolutely. And I yeah. love that mindset. That was, a, that was a big thing that, and I've never, I've never been one of those people who, who, I don't know, had any negative viewpoint on wealth or yeah. wealthy people or stuff like that at, at all. But even, even still that, it's such great mindset and logic to sort of impart to others when necessary that if you want to do good in this world, it isn't about giving up everything and no, going and being broke on the side of the road. Like how many more lives are you going to help by well, yeah. Yeah, being successful? And, and, and Dude, that's why that whole like the 501c3 move like thing and everybody wants to be a nonprofit is laughable, yeah. dude. Yeah. I mean, like to me and I'm a Christian, right? Like I believe right that churches do more good on this planet than anybody wants to give it credit for. And they have like for the direction of how this company or the country has gone. But I also think that there's this huge issue with how people believe, you know, they, they think like this, that in the script that people actually believe that the Bible says that money is the root of all evil. Right. It does not say that, right? Well, money is the, uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. Right. But even with that, dude, it's like, and not to say that we should have everybody out there just trying to become well, you know, wealthy and all that kind of stuff, just well, for the sake of being wealthy either. But well, and that's that's the whole point. It isn't the act of. I mean, it's just like alcohol or anything else. Like it's yeah. just going to amplify who you are already. So if yes. you're yeah, an dude. awesome, wonderful person and you have heaps of money, you're amplifying that. It's going, you know. Well, I think most people too are driven by time, right? So it becomes this, they're pressured because they feel like they're running out of time. What? But right. what's interesting is like, they won't make a move. <laughs> and then five years later, they're like, dang, if I'd only made a move five years ago, you know, I mean, in five years goes by like that, you know, I mean, oh, depending man. on how young your audience is or whatever. Oh yeah. You know, I mean like, the older you get, you realize that, you know? So when you know you're in this for the long game, it becomes much easier to become the person that you know you need to be to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Oh, absolutely. Right? <laughs> and so go back, finish up that analogy though, though, for us in terms of like why, you know, the, the people who've been broke at some point are gonna make that best entrepreneur. Oh yeah, sure. So part of, so part of it was letting go of, of, or accepting the fact that everything you know could be wrong, it could be a lie. What's the other aspect of yeah, that? Yeah, the other aspect of that is like, I've been there, right? You learn how to do a lot with a little, 
I mean, you're freaking resourceful as all get out, right? You know how to get by. And, and also yeah. the, the things that entrepreneurship will eventually bring, which is you know, there's days where you're like, how am I going to make it tomorrow? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Like, right. Oh God, I'm about to lose my house. You know, like, what do I do? You know, like right. all this. And you, when you come to that point in entrepreneurship where you will do anything to succeed outside of going and robbing a bank, but not, you know, like you haven't th- thought about it, right. probably, you know, <laughs> whatever else, but it's like, you're weighing all the options and you're doing like, I will do anything it takes other than go get a job. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Not to say there's anything wrong with having a job, but you need to know what you, you're made of because I'm a horrible entrepreneur. Like every time I've worked for someone, employee. Oh yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Hor- horrible employee. Yeah. Every time I've worked for someone, I end up running off their people to go start their own businesses you know it's like i'm just like i don't have any business like i'm actually hurting my the people that gave me an opportunity yeah so i just know my place now you know right um and that's and that's a big part of it to have that again back to mindset and everything so i i I just think again yeah i could go down you and i could and we have we spent hours talking (laughs) this stuff before um i love hanging out with you dude oh likewise man because it it does just it, this stuff resonates so well, and I think it resonates well with my audience. And I definitely, you know, I love touching on this for the show. But I, I want to make sure we tell your story through this as well. So what's what's gotten you to 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 lure? And, okay. And so after yeah after the promotions company yeah what was what did that how did that play out and 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 what was next? Well, it was actually interesting because it was like a big part of mindset again. But you go through that time where you're there. And I was like, I was actually sucking at sales, you know, but I think a lot of it was just like, I started realizing how much of a commodity type of business that was. Oh yeah. And I didn't like it, you know, and I, and not only that, but I always had this desire to serve the businesses in much, in a much greater capacity. And I didn't really see that happening with branded products. Now, gotcha. in some instances there were good case studies and all that, but I don't think the overall uh, aspect of what that brings to the table is going to make or break a company, right. you know? And so I wanted to be the guy with the key, you know what I'm saying? And not because I wanted all the attention on me, but like, dude, if you're going to do something, then do it. Like cut everything off else, you know? And I think that comes, I think that comes with people with great work ethics. Yeah. Because you, you, you realize that I am going to give a thousand percent to the, I'm going to give, my wife would be angry. Yes, it's 100%. You give more than 100%. <laughs> I got it. Uh, you're going to give 100% to what you're doing. You just go full force. Totally. But then if you can't sometimes because yeah, it's the don't job. Don't overcommit either. You know? Right. Yeah. Or it's you see that that it's all being misused or thrown away or not being used in the best way. Man, those are the those are the, the folks that, that have that feeling that, that spark that need to, to go and take control and have the key to the office, like, like you say. Well, yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, you like while I was there, I actually I mean, I'm an extremely loyal guy, you know, and I expect loyalty too in return. Sure. Right. But uh, where I was at, I, I kept telling you, I was like, dude, we need to be doing more from a digital marketing perspective. And back then, that was kind of like, I mean, websites had been around, but it was, you know, not there were I don't even know there were, there were a ton of agencies at that point. It was still just kind of becoming this thing. Right. Right. On the digital marketing. Yeah. Side, yeah. And so. Lure started out of that because I, I kept talking to him and I, and he was like, man, that's just not our lane, whatever, and this and that. And I was like, yeah. okay, cool. So I started going and researching it on my own. And I like, I had no money at the time. So I was watching all these free YouTube videos and all sure. the other stuff along the way. And uh, one of the things I had a buddy of mine 
I had bought a uh, small prosumer camera. It was the T3i uh, mm-hmm. from Canon, right? And I was learning how to shoot videos on my own through that whole thing, you know? Nice. And I was like, this is going to be the future video, you know? And yeah. you obviously took that to heart as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so I did not know anything about using it. So I started going and I'd call up photographers like, how do I use this camera? You know, like, <laughs> bam, bam, bam. And I'd go sit down with them, buy them coffee and like go through. And I was trying to do anything I could to do it. And then... I went out and I started doing like free projects for people to just make videos here and there. And it cool. was like, started learning the ins and outs and I started watching more of the film riots and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, like on YouTube, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was seeing this opportunity like kind of starting to happen. Well, a buddy of mine at that time, he was working for this company where they were doing live streaming services. And I was like, man, this is something I've been wanting for years, you know, uh, was the opportunity to be able to live stream video. So this mm-hmm. was just kind of on the forefront and they were kind of like this network for that, right? Okay. And so I have always been really good at uh, building relationships. So I have tons and tons of relationships with all kinds of people yeah. in the industry. And that's and a, that's a whole other show. Yeah. The guy running for office in Grapevine. Yeah. If you need to know anybody in Grapevine and beyond, but definitely Make Grapevine, happen, he knows them. Well, already. I'm fascinated <laughs> by people and smart people, particularly. You know, yeah. like fascinated by I, I could sit there like that's why I love hanging out with you dude because we can bounce off of these things and you have your own like perspective of life it's not canned or not like forced to you from some news sure. agency or whatever else right. like you know people like that are awesome you know so anyway but going back to uh what was I talking about actually <laughs> I forgot. so uh the live streaming service oh the live streaming. okay yeah yeah so he had told me what it was about and I was like, oh my God, dude, this is revolutionary. So I went out and I had all these relationships with these business people and all these different things and this ministry I'm a part of called Wingman. Uh, and Chad Hennings, he's a part of, he was a three-time Super Bowl champion yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I'd been going there for so long and volunteering and all this and I was like, dude, we need this. Like, And I started, I set him up like five meetings and I was like, I don't want anything in return. I just want to know everything about what you do, right? And I... Uh, set up all these meetings and I was sitting there and I just listened to the two parties talk. And I was like, cause I knew I was on the forefront of understanding what live streaming was, yeah, you know? And yeah. I was like, I just wanted to know. What, about what year is this? That this we're was, about? I don't remember what year it was about six years ago, seven years ago, okay. something like that. Okay. Right. So, um, like for consumer brands and stuff like that, this was like a big deal, you know? Oh, yeah, so, for sure. Uh, anyway, so, I set up all these meetings and some of them they went through and all this stuff. But what was happening is I was gaining this new awareness of what was actually happening here. And it made me even more exhilarated to go after the video market and start doing that. Um, and so with wingman, we sat down and I, I didn't have any money. Remember, remember what I was saying right. there? So, and I had already been on the, the fence about lure studios and I had set up all this stuff and I had been talking with some of our clients like that I had from the, the promotional yeah. products. Okay. And I was still doing that, but I was kind of like, tiptoeing and all this yeah. it was like it was so really just an execution so you already had the so you had the idea of like okay this is where i need to need to go with the, with digital marketing you, you already come yeah. up with the oh, name yeah. and everything well that was what i was fo- i had taught myself how to des- do logo design and stuff like on oh. illustrator over go to my pc from the other like i would use my computer at home and log into the work computer and use the nice. illustrator and then i'd watch youtube video and then use that it was so slow dude but i learned <laughs> how to use illustrator you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean so that's awesome. When you want something, you'll do anything to get it, right? So yep. same thing happened with video, right? So then uh, for the wingman thing, and I hate admitting this on camera, but it's like, <laughs> so uh, basically I got those guys connected. And I was like, we need a show, you know, and I was like, like we need to be broadcasting all, or doing all these things. 
And we did it live for a while. So I got them to commit to doing that and got them to buy a camera and all this stuff. So now I was in business, dude. I had a camera. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, I had like, I basically was using other people's assets to be yeah. able to build it out in my relationships, you know. And that was how Lure Studios was born, dude. That's uh, beautiful. That's awesome. You know, on those. And so we started out doing a lot of video production and graphic design. And then I realized, like, just making videos for people wasn't actually going to cut it, you know. Right. And I had some really cool deals. I mean, I did a video for uh, Ken Paxton. He uh, ran for Texas Attorney General and had, you know, different things like that. And then I'd give them the outcome. And I was kind of like, they were good because I had a natural ability. But, like, I was nowhere near the professional that we are today, you know. Mm-hmm. Now I don't even hardly do video myself. I usually... Uh, I, like Chris, you met him in my office. Yep. Um, he's, you know, that's his thing. He's like, and then I have that's other awesome. people yeah. used to. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's one of those things. And it sounds like you realized early on with that, that, yeah. that video is a piece of this and a really big, strong piece. Oh, huge. Uh, but it's, it's a very, if you're not doing video now with your company, you're missing out. Like, that's just absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But it is a piece. It certainly is as a company offering that. I know I found for myself, it's another one of those things, like you were saying with the promotional products, it's one of those commodity, you know, this commodity, you know, this days, it's such a... That's a whole show right there, bro. So I like, okay, (laughs) so it is, but it isn't, right? Right, position the right way. Yes, Right. okay. And and then that's the other, like, everybody needs it, and a lot of people don't know how. So if we don't know how to articulate what it is that we do and why it matters, and this is why, like, so as I got more into video and the design side of things... I started realizing like there's so much more to this that I'm missing. You know, yeah. I'm not a marketing agency yet. I'm a video guy doing stuff barely on the side. You know what right. I'm saying? And like it was enough. There's a bigger picture to, to all of oh, this. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like how do we get these videos in front of people? You know. Exactly. And then I became like literally obsessed with this. You know, because I was like I really wanted to serve our clients. You know, and that yeah. was the big deal of it all. You know, and sometimes a video is just there for the purposes of being there. And then right. other times it's not. I don't think there's ever a reason we should really not try to get it in front of as many people as possible. Right. Have a call to action involved yeah. in it. Have it in front of, yes. Yeah, and then how are you, like, are you getting traffic to this video? And how are right. you doing that? I mean, there's so many things that you you need to be able to do in order to make this thing super effective. But the call to action thing, just that alone, most people don't even do. Oh, know? yeah. It's one of the biggest things that's missed. Yeah. And having a legitimate call to action that people actually care about, you know. Oh, yeah. So, so Lure is born. Yeah. With with all of this through drive hustle relationships. Yep. Totally. <laughs> and so it comes to life. And then what's what was the vision for it in the, in, in the early days? Was it simply like, hey, I just know what I need to be offering, so let me jump out there and do that? Or was there, well, was my, there a vision yeah. for it? So my vision has always been like, and I teach this to my kids and everything, but like everything we touch is going to be better off because we've touched it. And this is ingrained in our employees. This is ingrained in my kids. I mean, everything, right? Awesome. So every if we're not giving it the best and actually transforming something and making it amazing by the, mm-hmm. the time that we're done with it, then we're not doing our job right, you nice. know? And so, and then what I told you earlier about taking the voices that otherwise are falling into the shadows that have the ability, we're letting the news and everybody else kind of run the narrative, right? Right. And I have the ability, and the more I weaponize myself as a marketer, I have the ability to literally stop that and change yeah. this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And put things in the forefront that have the capacity to make people's lives better, right? Uh, more enriching, I mean, all of these things. And so I see myself and our company as a whole and all of these, and I was telling our designer, I was like, dude, Lure is not a company, it's the people, right? I mean, like, the collectively, like, dude, your ability to bring the best 
of the best of the table and me to draw that out of you and the same with Chris and the same with Mike and the same yeah. with Lisa and all these people that are a part of our company. And then we meld with our clients and make them better at being able to grow their businesses. Cause oh, my background as an entrepreneur and my business partner, his background, uh, he's raised over a hundred million dollars in venture wow. capital for different things. He's been a part of yeah. he's a technology guy. He held a patent on live streaming <laughs> and oh, wow. he sold it to Cisco communications back in the day, you know, Man, it's like that, that little company. I know. Right. <laughs> so, but it's like, so the, the breadth of knowledge that we bring to the table, like me as the dirty down and dirty hustler, like make it happen no matter what it freaking takes, you know, and him as like, he's dealt with way, just bigger things. You know? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. And, and if you've gone through that, you have yeah. that bigger perspective and that bigger, you could see further down the road. Oh, yeah, right. Dude. And when you can bring that through my life has died flipped upside down even and i've always surrounded myself with bigger things but when you've got somebody that's on your same team and lure right and you're like working together to grow this thing like we so strategies right so uh i mean from the onset because we can't serve our customers really if we don't know everything about they can come to us and be like hey i need a video or hey i need a website but nine times out of ten they're wrong right? right or they may need that but some variant of that or a combination of other things with that right I remember the first time we went in and sold one and my business partner was like, and, and we pitched, we laid it all up and it, it was very loose. I mean, we, we had no clue really. <laughs> I mean, uh, at this time he's like, how much is this going to cost? The client asked, right? Yeah. And he sits there and I'm like in my head going, oh shit, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and he goes, $5,000. In my mind, $5,000 for one single product, you know, was which cheap, I had, right? yeah, I was like, whoa, dude, we're like freaking rich, man. You know, like in that, <laughs> you know. Uh, not really rich, but like, I was just like, it's going to change the game, bro. You know? Yeah. And that was a year ago and dude, we're now, you know, I'm not trying to like, like say, Hey, Lure Studio is awesome. But our, our playbooks now are going for $25,000. Awesome. Just, and that's a entry point to Lure Studios. Beautiful. You Beautiful. know? That's so great. it goes from, and that's why we're doubling because I've been doubling the cost of stuff, but I mean, we've had the demand, yeah. you know? So that's it goes so, to, great. Yeah. So, I mean, but what that does, we take a deep dive into it. And you wanted to do this show on, on, uh, branding, right? Yeah, on personal absolutely. branding and really dude, like plain and simple branding is nothing more than your reputation, but you can't build a reputation. And it really comes down to building relationships and then doing what you say you'll do yeah. while keeping a mindset on the future. Right. And continuing oh, to nice. do that. So if you don't know who your, your customer is, and this is why our strategies are like, it is the the component to what we do that sets the tone for everything you know and and really and we've because you can in a situation like this and this comes back down to not being broke and being able to change the world or a little bit more right. you know as we can be a little bit more picky about the customers that we work with yeah and we're working on some other entry level stuff because we want to help other people it's just like where does our time most get benefit oh absolutely you know? Um, and so we're creating some courses and different things like that to kind of lay out for other people, you know, because anyway, um, but understanding that, man, we don't actually want to work with anyone who isn't all in on their own business. Oh, and so nice. being able to actually say that to, we had a meeting yesterday with a dude who's worth like $20 million, you know, and each one of these guys is sitting at the table with they're they've all lost at least a million dollars <laughs> at some point in there, you know, and I'm sitting there like, dang, I still have a way to go. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you can lose a million dollars, still be here to tell a story. Right. You know, kinda, right. Uh, so, so what is yeah. that? So, so what are some of that quali qualifications like to being all in? Like, how can you tell from well, a company? Yeah. And how do you? 
well, lay that out. If it's a partnership, you know, I've run into this scenario like um, where if the people that are there aren't, if they're still dilly dallying around with other projects or y'all haven't like really taken the time to like commit and become an LLC or whatever it needs to be and everything else. Dude, you can't be double-minded, you know, and I've had to learn that the hard way. I was a scattered dude for most of my life, you know, very unfocused, you know, a lot of a lack of direction, a lot of those things, because I wanted to do everything. When you're passionate, and I know you get this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I know all of you probably get this as much as possible, too, but when you're passionate, man, like, everything is the, to a hammer, everything looks like a nail, right? You know, so everything is an opportunity to an opportunist, you know? Right. Because, yeah, everything goes through that filter, like, Oh, I know how I can incorporate yeah. that into my business. Which I- is genius. I mean, but you have to also be able to say, you know what? Now's not the time. This is like, and that's just being mature, you right. know, in your. Right. And have that discipline. And, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you're going to look back at deals and be like, crap, I missed out on that, you know? Yeah. Like when I meet a dude who's handing me three business cards because he's in this MLM, he's doing <laughs> this, doing all that, I'm like, dude, <laughs> never talk to me again. You know? no. <laughs> No, actually, I love talking with people like that to be able to guide them. But, you know, because I've been there, man, you know, and you're just spinning your wheels, you know. Well, that's the thing, too. Like if even if if you have 10 of your own business cards, you have 10 different things. going. If you're talking to somebody, they should be the recipient of one of those. Totally. They you have something to offer because, number one, you shouldn't be just, you know. And this is if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner. Dude, you'll have as many businesses that right. you want because you got the money, you got the the you know the ability to be able to hire oh, yeah. teams. Because that's really like when you uh, I don't know primarily what your audience is, and I apologize, but like um, I'm on the entrepreneurial side of this from a business yep. owner standpoint, more rolling into that right and trying mm-hmm. to be um, the guy who's kind of not having to be there every time, right. you know, when something's needed. Yeah, and, and my case. audience ro- runs the gamut of that, yeah. of jumping in, entrepreneurial, and then some established, like, hey, we're running large corporations here and stuff, too. So, Well, for the entrepreneurs out there, guys, your main goal is, one, get focused, stop trying to be everything. Two, learn how to build teams. And that's something I'm having to learn right now, and it is hard. And it will, like, it's going to crunch it, man. I mean, it just is, you know? And it seems like you're failing at every turn a lot of times <laughs> um, and all these things, but... It, in the end, man, I mean, like, we grow when we don't know we're growing a lot of times. But you got to put yeah. yourself in there, you know, in the game. And you'll look back a year or two from now and be like, dude, that was, like, a massive shift in my thinking and my growth and in our ability to – like, now I'm moving more to the forefront even within Lure of doing more stuff like this, being on shows and, like, focusing primarily on the podcast that we have. You know, we have awesome. Market Like a Pro yeah. Uh, yeah, the podcast and, uh, and doing things like creating these um, – uh, other courses and things like that. So the, I'm more the face of the company yep. and focusing on my strengths, right? I love to talk about business and I love like bringing people in. I'm relational, right? Oh yeah. And that's um, massive because there's so yeah. many people out there trying to start and run businesses who, even if they have a team, man, they just want to sit in their office and hope that somebody finds them on the internet, you know? And if oh, you yeah. have that superpower of going out and building those relationships, it's, it's massive. Well, that comes with understanding. Yeah. One, in your hiring, we, we did this thing called the Culture Index. And I know we're all over the map on this, and I apologize. Oh, I love it, though. Bring me I... back if you need to. But like, the Culture Index, this thing, and if y'all ever want his information, this guy, and it's really cool. It's not cheap, but basically uh, it's personality profiling, but not in a way of like the, sec- uh, was it the, uh, oh, what is that thing? Myers-Briggs. Or- yeah, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. 
this is actually specifically designed to help you build your company out. And these guys work with you to do that. So when they understand your strengths, now they're coming alongside you and like, okay, you need to hire this person. That's your weak link gotcha. right now. And this person fits the personality of it. Obviously do some background checks and stuff, but like they are exactly what you're missing right now. Chris came on board um, as a project manager mm -hmm. directly as a response to that. And I've known Chris for years, you know, like our project manager at our yeah. deal. And he fills in the gaps to what we need, you know, and there's some other stuff we need, but he was the biggest, like her, that position, right. Was yeah. the biggest thing we needed to get done. So, um, and dude, I'm stoked, you know, uh, just about what we have now, because my ability to be out on the forefront and bringing in deals and leading the way and trying oh, yeah. to taking lure into the future and all this kind of stuff is a direct result of my ability to rely on this team and know that, Hey, we're going to be able to get stuff done for you. Oh, that's you awesome. Know? And that was the hardest, like, dude, for years. I've had, when I started Lure, it was almost five years ago, you know, and now we're much bigger and my business partner, we're, you know, killing it together. But like, uh, it was all me, dude. And I had the hardest time in the world, like letting go or even being able to use other people. You know, one of that, part of that was because I just didn't know how and I wasn't forcing myself to do it. I tried yeah. a few times and it was just always such a frustrating thing for me. Right. Because you know? there is so much work that goes into yeah, delegating. The, the yeah. First, yeah, the you got to be clear things. on what you're doing anyway, right? Right. So part of that's just, you know, you might have to do it yourself until you build systems and understand what's needed, you know, yeah. and have a good, clear comprehension of what's actually happening, you know? Yeah. And it, I mean, it sounds like, too, you're really, you're, you're taking your own medicine, right? Oh, the same dude, thing that you're prescribing yeah. for your clients on this branding side of things. Mm -hmm. You're jumping in there, like you said, starting a podcast, jumping well, in a video. Because now we're starting to have the ability to, like, again, when it was all me, like, dude, you can't do that stuff. And that's necessary right. stuff nowadays. Oh, like, yeah. this isn't, like, a podcast, oh, you're, su you're super special because you have a podcast, right? This is, right. if you're not doing that, you're kind of falling behind because there's some, like, really big stuff brands happening out of this stuff right now you oh, know yeah um and the opportunity is just phenomenal yeah we're in an amazing time yeah. honestly and i and i'm trying you know i i'm screaming from the rafters right for, oh to, totally to everybody yeah. because it's we're in this time that i mean like to you and i we're in that in that world a little bit of yeah. podcasts and things like that and so just looking around it's like okay everybody's got a youtube channel everybody's got a podcast blah 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 and then as soon as you zoom out just a little bit yeah. not everybody oh my gosh. has it yeah <laughs> There's only we're still at like minority yeah. at like eight to ten percent listenership yeah. of podcasts. Yeah. Much less Potential, anybody yeah. doing them. Yeah. So the beauty is in all these industries, like you know, the company that builds these fences, yeah, they could own their industry in that whole oh, yeah. segment from having a show, having a podcast and well and, anything that isn't directly related to like these entrepreneurship programs, there's a lot of those because people right. want to talk about them. But you know, when you again, that doesn't matter though. How many restaurants do you pass by any get I mean, right. on the way to pick me up, dude, or how many right. we've driven by on this time and people they're still in business. Yeah. You know? And the thing is, is like your personality is what's going to differentiate that thing and yeah. giving people a reason to listen to your show and not just and saying the same crap everybody else is, right? Right. And we are all over the place. Enjoy. Yeah. You get a lot of topics in totally. one show this time. Um, <laughs> but but it really is, too. The other part of, of that is your your goal for that show, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Yeah, YouTube. you need on your show, you need to understand that for sure. It is, but that's the yeah. other thing. One show of going all over the map, like, we're doing, that's fine. Um, but, like, that, if your program itself is all over the map, <laughs> right. like, nobody's going to listen to you. Today we're talking farming. What? Yeah. what? You know, right. But the other, the other part of that is... 
is the fact that, that, you know, a lot of people jump into a show just because like, I just want to have a successful show and people give me advertising, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's a, that's a three year down the road dream of a whole lot of hard work. If you don't have an audience, you ain't getting anything anyway. Instantly, if your goal is, you know what, I want to meet more people in my industry and get in front of more people tomorrow. Yeah. Well, that's something you can pull off in a in a month. Totally. And you dude. can own that space. You well, know and I mean? there is still a mystique when you walk into a room. It's like, yeah, I'm Jason Croft, and I'm host of the Jason Croft Show. Oh, really? Tell me more. You know, like it's just people There's, are just drawn to that for some reason. You know, it's I mean, it's, it, it's a human level. Yeah. I mean, I don't know back in the NFL days if they had celebrities but <laughs> at some point in our head for you know however many years now we've been conditioned with that person's on camera they're a celebrity and we are going to react differently however oh totally man. long we do or however much is all a big varying degrees but it happens it happens to me you know I just watched some guy's video you know the other day like just a series of his stuff yeah. kind of know who he was and then I finally met, and, and I just, I couldn't quit, like, oh, man, it's that guy. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, hey, you know. And it's yeah. just, it's a dude here in Dallas, That's you know. And, and it just happens. And so it's it's a, it's a an amazing tool to be able to use. And then, yeah. again, what we're, what you and I are getting at, too, is that that trickles all the way down the, in all these industries where nobody's thinking about it right now. Because it, yeah, I mean, it's it's not normal or natural well, to throw a camera in your car and start driving around and no, talking ain't. to people. Uh, but it's also simple enough to do, and you put some effort behind it, and yeah, it you really can own isn't your that industry. hard. Yeah. Yeah. If you just do a little bit of research, and there's tons of stuff online oh, yeah. uh, that you can go look at. You know, John Lee Dumas. We were talking about him earlier a little yeah. bit. Uh, he has that uh, Entrepreneur on Fire show, but he has all kinds of free training for podcasts and stuff like that. Yep, for sure. Uh, that's how I learned actually was yeah. through that stuff, and so. Um, and a few other things since then, and then just through personal experience. But man, you got to start somewhere too. Like part of this is, you know, like in the mindset back to that, you know, there's a huge, what well, I would say almost 90% of this is you believing that you are the type of person that people would want to listen to. And yeah. it's not even that you're not, it's you believing it. So getting your head into the space of you deserve to be listened to, not like some, you know, give me this snowflake, you know, but like a, more of a, yeah, dude, your, your story is interesting. Yeah. So if you learn how to tell it in a way that people get that. And even if, yeah, and I agree with that, but I also say like, you can even get there. Like I, I jumped in. I did too. Am I on my first episode? Well, (laughs) I was nervous. Not only that, but but for me, I didn't do, I never approached it from, you know what? I should be on camera. I approached it as I have no business being on camera, but. (laughs) You got to learn somewhere. But you got to learn. And I want to tell these other people's stories. I want to get people in on the show and, and shine a spotlight on them and meet more people. And this is my vehicle to do it. Yeah. And then it, and then it came and then, you know, 80 episodes later, you know, then it's like, all right, I kind of know what I'm doing here. This is good. We can kind of, you know. (laughs) Well, and then also, if you look at it back to weaponizing yourself, dude, this is a tool, right? This is just like you would learn how to use a, Mm. a, an AR-15 or a sword or anything yeah. else. Like when you are doing this, you got to go practice and you got to have a, an outlet for that. Right? right. And to be able to do this, like, you know who Garrett White is? Yeah. So yeah. Garrett White, yeah, he's got the wake up warrior thing. We actually went, my business partner and I went down to that in California last month and I'm going oh, back this right. month. So I mean, we need to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah. It was super cool. We can talk about that more, but that dude's life, like 
he grew up a lot like I did, you know, where he was broke, you know, they were, their family wasn't well off necessarily. And a lot of those types of things, but he kind of went through this whole phase of trying to grow as a person. Right. And like, just kind of going out there and he did. And, but what's interesting is like, that dude was all over the map. I mean, he was all kinds of different things personality wise that I had no clue. Like you just kind of come out and you see his videos on YouTube or whatever. You think like this guy, you know, like, the, he's, the person that he's putting out there is one thing but when you go back and you look at some of his older videos and he's actually kind of a dorky dude you know i mean in some <laughs> ways you know and now he's like this alpha masculine dude you yeah, know and it's like you know leading an army himself. for real i mean like yeah. every time i see his stuff it's like fight club like right. real fight club you know but right. not like you're in the basement beating each other's head off you know right but, yeah. on a beach beating each other's yeah. head off. <laughs> yeah i mean you go out there i mean it's like <laughs> men are following this guy you know, yeah, and it's awesome, absolutely. and I love it. He's giving direction to people, uh, to men, and like leading them up in their families. And back to the branding thing, this dude—that was what he wanted people to do. His reputation is his personal, is his brand. Yeah. You know, and I think so. All too often, in most people's mind, that like their idea of a brand is like having the great logo and having all. And that's a minor, minor part of this whole thing. Yeah. It's like your brand is what do people say about you when you're not in the room, you know? Yeah. Um, and so and how do you, how, in, in, in digging back into that, sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but no, like, you how it. do you, how do you dig, how do you dig in there and, and sort of build that out for a company for, you know, small or large? What do you start yeah. with that? Well, for us, a lot of times we're working with people who already have some degree of that in place. Like, I mean, uh, they're, they've been doing business. We've got some startups that we've done. I mean, we've done like, we've actually got a really cool one. You know, I can't talk about it much right now, but like that's a full on startup phase, you know, cool. but the guys behind it, you know, and the, you're kind of, we dig into the why, first of all, you know I mean? And that's extremely overused terminology a lot of times now from Simon Sinek and all that, but it's sure. so important yeah. to understand that, you know? Um, and really, actually I will break it down for you. Uh, the strategy side, and that's why I find this so important uh, when we're dealing with clients and why they can't work with us unless they do this in the first place mm-hmm. is, uh, if you don't know, first of all, why you're doing what you d- you're doing, because that's important for us to know that, hey, we're actually supporting this company that's going to be changing the world, uh, lives. You know, right. their, their motive is much greater than selling a, a cog. Right. Right. Um, and they're providing jobs and they're doing all that. But they know their audience. Like if most people don't. They haven't taken the time to do this. But we dive in and we go, OK, who do you want to work with? Like, what's a dream client for you? Mm. You know? And then when you understand that, and we have a series of things that we go through to really dive into that, but when you understand that, all, and I mean all of your messaging and your energy goes to appeasing that person. Everybody yeah. else can be damned right. pretty much. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, and you'll get some yeah. from here, you'll get no, some totally. of this and stuff, but when you, yeah, when you speak to one single person, yeah, it's huge. And so, not, like, so if I'm into... Like I've used the militaristic kind of terms a little bit in this thing, you know, I love being around people like that, you know, that think like warriors, you know, and yeah. they're kind of in that realm. Um, and so when I get around them, like, it's just boom, you know, there's this instant connection, you know, yeah. that's not by accident. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's cause I know like the type of person I am and I know how to use the phrases and I know what those people tend to look like, what they dress like, how they carry themselves. You know, they might have a beard usually, you know, yeah. mostly men, but there's women <laughs> like that, you know? Uh, so like, those are the people I resonate with and I want to change the world with a lot of times, you know, yeah. if they're super mousy and all that, I'm probably not the dude they're going to want to spend a lot of time with. Cause I am not, you know, a, yeah. a silent, 
you know, mousy <laughs> sure. person, you know. Sure. Uh, so digging in more, in, yeah. in, so in their strategy, you find out their why, who do they want to work with, who's their ideal, um, yeah. that, I mean, that target, that yeah. obviously that, that Well, you got to understand your goals, right? So right. you got to have goals, even if they're just year long, you know, and I know like, this is always one of those things that's up for debate. Uh, but when you're setting your goals, you know, I used to think you had to have like your 10 years mapped out, you know, and it was, yeah. it's more of a hindrance and a roadblock for people like me to think like that, you know? Yeah. I'm more apt to set, and I've realized this only recently, but to set like 18 month goals and mm. only that, don't go beyond that, you know? Yeah. Um, you can have kind of a vision for what that might look like a little right. bit, but don't waste your time because it's going to change so much anyway. Yep, uh, absolutely. But the 18 month, like hard goal, like I will do whatever it takes to get that goal in 18 months. You know, for me, that's to hit $100,000 a month in rev my own personal revenue. Nice coming in at that yeah. point in time, which is unfathomable at the point that I made that goal, you know, yeah. which was only a couple months ago, but like it was that people are doing it all over the place, dude. And frankly, now as I'm diving into it, I'm realizing like, dude, did I undercut myself, <laughs> you know, That's but awesome. all yeah. because I set that goal in the first place, you know what I'm saying? So if I can get to that, then I know I can get to something else. Cause it's just a matter of changing some tweaks you know right right exactly it's math and you can't even understand that mindset actually until you get there and then like you may be having people telling you everything that it takes to hit five hundred thousand dollars a month all around you but you're not in a place to even understand that it's like trying to tell your dog about the constitution right (laughs) like it's not it's like okay this dude's moving his mouth and i have no clue what's (laughs) going on right now right so i mean dude life it and when you realize that Life is step by step by step, and it's a journey, you know? Yeah. You're never going to arrive, ever. And if you do, you've already missed the point, you know? Right. So so, so there are goals in there, so that's another piece of that. Yeah. Of when you sit down and work with a yeah. brand. Um, what else, what's that other piece of that, that strategy that before you okay, sort of yeah. like so, and then, then uh, jump in? Once you've got those things done, then you got to understand, like, where have you been spending money on getting? Because you're not going to, you don't really have a business if you don't have traffic coming in. You know, I know like people love to say, oh, I get all these referrals and I get all that. And I'm like, well, that's great. But, you know, like, what if that dries up? You're dead. If you don't have a way to actually get systematic and understand exactly how to drive traffic and bring it, be a rainmaker, you are not a business. You're a hobbyist, you know? Absolutely. And so getting into, you know, and that was one of the things I had to realize for Lure even in the day is like we're a marketing company and we're spending, you know, it was all referral based. And there's a side of that. We, we do we do now advertise but on specific channels because we're looking for a specific avatar right so yeah. we're going after um people that have the ability to spend twenty five thousand dollars on a playbook or whatever so yeah uh but that's the only time it makes sense is when you first gone through identified who yeah. that person is what your goals are to to work with that kind of person and then you can come in and say like okay how am i going to go get them and how am i going to get them to me well, yeah, and then, dude, when I started Lure, though, I was like, I'll go wash your car, shine your shoes, <laughs> I don't care, I'll do whatever it takes right. <laughs> to make oh, some yeah. money, so, yeah, it's all a growth process, man, you know, yeah. you just kind of get into it, and don't be so hard on yourself to think that you got to have it all figured out, because I've, you know, in the marketing realm, that is extremely frustrating right now, because <clears throat> there's these guys that I know that come from agencies, and they go start their companies, and within a year or two, they're already multi-million dollar companies and i'm like dude what is wrong with me like why you know like why what am i missing you know like yeah. and, and but i didn't come from an agency i've literally taught myself everything you know yeah and um back to the strategy can i say something real quick because I, I do want to say this like 
part of that too is like when I got to the point where I could pay for knowledge, I did. And that has mm-hmm. been one of the single most um, aspects of growth for me personally and within the business and everything else that yeah, I've that's, experienced. That's awesome. That's huge. So courses, yeah. masterminds. Yeah. Meeting, yeah. And just one, I, I think, you know, there, everybody always talks about, well, you put your own skin in the game and that's true, but it's so much more than that. Like there are, I mean, there's some con artists out there, but the, like when you start getting around the people for real and going to events and meeting other people in your industry who are doing like it's, it breaks paradigms for you. Yeah. One. Huge. Yeah. You're not the only guy. You're not the only guy in the world trying to do this thing. Right. Now you realize like, dude, actually there's a lot of people that are way above me. So why wouldn't I be able to do this? Right. It becomes like a no brainer. And when you get around the right ones, it goes from, and and it's, it's a little bit of a, of of a weird place to get, but mentally, if you can get yourself to be uncomfortable with, man, I don't know how these people are doing it. I am going to go into this room and I'm going to feel like I, I have no oh, idea yeah. what I'm doing in my, in my entire life. But if you go in that with that, being okay with that and knowing I'm going to come out the other side, because if it's in those rooms, cause you're already going to have that feeling scrolling around the internet. You're going to, oh, yeah. you're going to have that anyway, going like, Oh, all these people. Yeah, oh, dude, where do I even out. begin? Right. Yeah. But if you can get to those events, if you can mm-hmm. get to those masterminds and get around those people, those people want to help. Yeah, they do. And you realize like, dude, there's a lot of people like me, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, I, for, that was one of the struggles for me as a marketer was you start going to, especially in video is there tends to be a lot of hipsters in that uh, environment. <laughs> yeah. And I don't meld with hipsters, bro. You know, like, I'm just like, I'm just not that guy, you know? And yeah. I was like, cause I'm a pretty conservative dude. I'm way out there. I think about stuff all the time. I'm very futuristic thinking. I'm always very visual, but like, yeah. And I love taking my mind off of the deep end. I always kind of consider like in my mind, the way I imagine myself is I go running and I jump off of a cliff and just mental cliff dive, dude. And like, nice. there is no bottom, right? And just let it land where it will That's you cool. know, on stuff. But it's like, I love doing that with people and you just don't get that much, you know? So being yeah. able to have conversations with people that will continue to take you down this rabbit hole, you know, oh, and like, huge. dude. And some of your greatest visions would come out of that. But anyway, yeah. so that that actually is a part of the strategy, though. You know, it's like, know your people, you know? I mean, like, mm-hmm. if you don't know them, then you can't talk to them in that way. And don't try to be all things to all people. You're yeah. always going to fail. Like, I, you, you see, like, these smaller businesses, and they, they're like, I want to be the cheapest. You know, it's like, that is the dumbest thing. And I, like, sorry if that offends you. I don't care. Like, trying to be the cheapest guy is absolutely insane. Yeah, insane. it's just, a, it's, a, it's a race you can't win. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're never going to compete with uh, Walmart and Amazon and all of these places that are just making it way too easy to not do business with you and right. take a risk at that, right? So right. if you're Joe Schmo's lawn care and you're charging less than what everybody else is because you hope to get their business, right? Now, like, dude, is this guy going to, like, tear up my yard and never come back? Or is he going to just be doing, like, this is how I think. Right. Right? I don't want the cheapest dude, you know? Right. Um, I want to pay people what they're worth you know, Absolutely. Um, in order to get a job done. And as a business owner, like, I don't know if that's hurt or helped me, you know, cause I <laughs> like, I don't mind paying more for a sub because I want to go to my client and be like, yep, yeah, we're about double what you're going to pay anywhere else. But dude, you're going to have like oh, the yeah. best. I but mean, like we're going s- all in, you know, but when you can stand there with certainty and say that yeah. we're going to deliver this, this, and this, yeah. sometimes that certainty costs money. And then on both sides. <laughs> right? Totally, dude. Yeah. I mean, it goes back, and we were talking about this earlier, how video became this commodity. 
Yeah. It really didn't. It did for people that suck at video. All right. Right? But, and that's hard for people new starting, right. which will actually help thin out the market a little bit, yep. you know, which needs to happen. Uh, but at the same time, like, dude, if you're committed to excellence in what you do and you actually have a clear path of how this will help them grow their company, that is such a oh, rarity in any yeah. business, really, of it's people knowing how it really benefits the client long term. Yeah. That, you dude, have... You'll be freaking busier than you ever want to be, you know? Yep. Yeah, and then it comes down to your business acumen and how you can grow and scale yourself. Right, right? exactly, yeah. exactly. So I do. I want to. I want to make sure we, we we wrap up here with with yeah, the strategy. lore and, and kind of what's next and and everything for you. So, yeah, man. Uh, well, we've been continually growing. We're actually going after brands now that I know can put us on the map. You know, I mean, that's where my head's at. Cool. Uh, is going after like. Uh, customer you know we've got some really cool stuff going on with uh, an app company um in the music space uh that could end up being a huge deal um nice. a guy who's an inventor i'm gonna head down to austin to meet with this guy again we've already met but like i'm excited about these deals that we've got you know because now when you start getting into that space right you start being able to work with people that you absolutely love and that you're like yeah. man this is like a dream come true, right? Cool. Like to be able to do this kind of thing and getting into that realm, especially after five years of nearly losing your home a billion times. Right. And, I mean, everything else that goes with it, but it was like, dude, it starts to be like, oh my God, it was so worth it and yeah. more, you know? Oh, it's great. Um, so for us, like that type of thing, I think this for Lure where we're growing is one, focusing on that from a growth perspective, but then also creating like these courses and stuff to help other entrepreneurs get to that next level, you know, and even just, you know, some simple strategy stuff, like we're looking at some ways to be able to bring that to a more affordable price point, you know, so that it doesn't always have to be that because in the end, like I love entrepreneurs. I love them because I am one of them and I know how to speak their language and you do yeah. too, right? I mean, this world, this country would not even be close to being as awesome as it is or anything, you know, and I know that's debated by a lot of people, but dude, it's a great country. And we have the ability to go out there and become anything that we want to become still to this day. Yep. The biggest thing that stands in our way is the way we think, you know? So, and that's one of the things I think for Lure too, is we're actually applying a lot of this stuff that we're learning through Warrior. And there's a great book called Psycho Cybernetics. Oh, yeah. um, that book is world changing. I mean, it was about how we think, how we see the world, how we see ourselves, all those type of things. And it's got application stuff in it. It was written in 1960 by a guy named Maxwell Maltz, who was a, uh, a plastic surgeon. Oh, that's right. You know, and he was, I think, yeah, we talked about this a little yeah. bit, but that book will by far, uh, it, it has the capacity. I don't know why it's not more widely recognized, frankly, but so I want people to talk about our employees the way that like Disney's employees have been talked about. You know, yeah, and like where people come and they're like, "Man, you used to work at Lure Studios." Because <laughs> here's the thing: is like, as a business owner, <clears throat> there's always that fear of like, "Man, I'm gonna equip this person and they're gonna leave." You know, and I finally got to this point where I was like, "Dude, that goes against everything you say you stand for." In my own mind, right? Right. And if it, it truly is to make everything better, then do it. You know, yeah. And let the cards fall where they will, because there's two ways that somebody's gonna walk out of an experience with Lure Studios. They're either worse off or better off. You know, and I'm not going to let somebody all walk out of there worse off. You know. Yeah, and my, my favorite, my favorite quote with that is is always, you know, you can either train somebody. Would you rather have somebody trained and leave, or untrained and stay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and that really is it, man. I mean, at the end of it all, 
uh, you know, everything we do should be about creating, you know, yeah. everyone, man. I mean, really like, I know most people say, Oh, I'm not creative. I'm like, yeah, you are. I mean, like it's oh, in yeah. there. So you're creating something. So dude, like pour into it and don't settle for anything less than what it's capable of being. You know, I want to see a world where everybody is existing in the ability that God has given them. I mean, at capacity, can you imagine even just our city looking like that? Oh my goodness. Nobody's fearful. We're all executing at the highest level in our thing. You know, that the thing that we were born to do. Yeah. Like what would that even look like? I desire to see that world, man. Right. Oh yeah. So, uh, real quick, I know we're gonna have to get off here, but want to let everybody know we got something special for you. If you go to lurestudios.com forward slash Jason Croft show, we've got an awesome uh, kind of walkthrough survey deal that'll uh, find out where you're at in regards to where you, you understanding your strategy and all that. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be, um, I know we didn't get to go as much into that more, but uh, that, that'll help a lot, you know, and then um, we'll actually be creating some other courses and stuff like that to help in that regard. So I think that'll be super beneficial for you guys. So cool. So that'll kind of walk them through that strategy that you and I went totally. through, yeah, yeah. Going through and then even more where, so. yeah, questions they need to be asking themselves. So we'll do a quick survey to find out where they're at and then we'll have like a little uh, white paper for them to take away and like what they need to work on Oh, awesome. at the end of that, depending on what, how they answer that survey. Yeah. So it'll be super helpful. That's for awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. And you can check out uh, Market Like a Pro um, on iTunes and Stitcher. It's a uh, sure. marketing radio show. We'll have to get you on next time, dude. Thank so, you. Uh, Absolutely. This yeah. is a blast, man. Thank you so much. Was, dude. Thank you, man. Cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Now, I hope you loved that episode uh, with Corey as much as, uh, as I did. Um, if you can't tell... Um, we have a blast when we get together and, and talk. So it's it's one of those that we just ride that wave, right? We, we hit all all sorts of different topics and, and have a blast doing it. And I hope you got a lot out of it. Um, um, I'm, I, th- I think you did, you know, from, from as much value as, as Corey brought to this episode. Um, I, th- I think you had to, have, you know. Uh, so that's why, you know, there's no editing of, of these things or try to, you know, constrain it to a certain topic because you know all of this was just fantastic wonderful stuff and here's something that's just so critical certainly something we touched on uh, in the interview Corey and I um, but it's something I just scream from the rafters all the time you watcher viewer listener you need a show like this as well some version of this have your own platform and it is so much more accomplishable is that a word uh than than you probably think than most people think and it's something that moves the needle on your brand building on your network of folks and your reach within your industry for i mean it's it's huge it's just it's just massive so um if you want you want help doing that Go on over to croftmediaco.com and see what it's like to work with me. You know, we'll dig in, we'll get a, a structure down for you, and we'll get you a platform that's really a done-for-you service so that you can show up for your prospects, for existing clients, and for your entire industry, and do so in a way that you're the authority all along the way, shining a spotlight on, on other folks as well. So make sure you do hit me up over there at croftmediaco.com. And 
If you like episodes like this, make sure you subscribe here on YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, certainly subscribe there as well. Whatever your favorite podcasting platform is and you're listening on right now, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review, if you will, on iTunes. It helps us get found for sure. And we'll see you on the next one. It's Saturday night. It was Saturday night and I'm feeling kind of silly. When the coat on, cause the air was chilly. But I'ma make my way out to the record spot. Gotta find some new breaks for the beats to rock. I gotta come with the flavor like some lifesavers. Or now and later, Dr. Beatmaker. If I'm a player, it's like you take that. And if you miss the gig, then take a rain check. Stacks of wax piled high to the ceiling. Need a U-Haul truck if I would think about stealing. But it's not my steam, so I commence with the digging. No kidding. Something that'll keep the beats hitting while I'm getting. So much to choose from, bro.